Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed two episodes in two days. Uh, real quick before we get into it, um, I hope you enjoy this like I just said. No episodes tomorrow. Um, maybe one before this weekend. I got another tennis tournament this weekend. Um, so at least you're going to get two this week. There might be a third one towards the end of the week. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We are doing NFC South this time, same type as yesterday, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. Now on today's episode, this is episode two of um, the conferences thing that we kind of did the other day. Um, Today we're going to be doing the NFC South. Um, I know it's kind of all over the place, but that's what we're moving into. And uh, if you enjoy this episode, please be sure to leave a follow and let's hop right in. All right, so the AFC South is comprised of the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the New Orleans Saints. Now, there haven't really been as big of moves in this division as there were with the AFC West, because with the AFC West, obviously, there was a lot of things going on over there. Um, It's expected to be probably one of the best divisions in football next year, one of the most competitive divisions in football next year. Um, But anyways, for the NFC South, obviously, the one main thing that you have is Tom Brady retiring and then Tom Brady coming back and coming out of retirement. Um, I I don't remember exactly the date of when it was, but he went into retirement. And you know how something that I saw recently is a great indicator on why he probably was going to retire, even when he was still quote-unquote retired, was when, remember, I I mean, you probably know uh, the big players, ones that are clearly going to be Hall of Famers, and obviously it would probably happen with Tom Brady's the GOAT, um, where was that press conference to end his career off? He didn't have one of those yet. So it's like, it's almost like he didn't want one because he was still holding out on whether or not he was actually going to go into retirement. And so obviously then he eventually comes out of retirement and now he's playing again for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so with that, I mean, and there was a lot of other things like players like Leonard Fournette and other people were just, the team might have been disbanded, which is kind of interesting to think about going into the future, is I saw some videos and things about players maybe considering trying to find, like free agents on the Buccaneers, maybe trying to find other options because Tom Brady was retiring. So you wonder what would happen once Tom Brady truly does legitimately retire, because, I mean, I know it's Tom Brady, but there's no way he can really go until he's like 50, so... He's probably got no more than two or three years left on him. So it'll be interesting to see, like, in the next two or three years, whether or not he's able to, um, wh- whether or not the Buccaneers stay together when he retires or they have to go into a complete rebuild. We just don't know. 
Um, but anyways, on the Falcons side of things, um, QB play is something that changed for them. So obviously Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Really? My phone just had to ping then? All right, I, I don't know if you heard it, but anyways. Um, Marcus Mariota going to the Colts. <laughs> All right, now, now it's just messing with me. Matt Ryan going to the Colts and Marcus Mariota coming in to the Falcons and the Falcons drafting Desmond Ritter. So they're clearly trying to plan for the future a little bit. Um, Marcus Mariota looks like he's going to get an opportunity to start again, which is honestly kind of exciting because we remember how good he was in his Titan days when he was starting. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see. That's all, another thing that's interesting. Really, just QB play in this entire division is just something that's going to be looking at. Jameis Winston coming back from an injury and really looking like a renewed Jameis Winston, really massively cut down on the turnovers. And in Carolina, the the battle between Matt Corral, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold, three guys that we don't know what to expect from them. And as a Carolina fan myself, I, I in my own opinion, I really hope that with Baker Mayfield coming in, them only spending $5 million on him, I really, really hope that he's the starter week one. I just think you shouldn't – I don't think Matt Corral would be ready yet. Sam Darnold is garbage, and I just think that Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback that the Panthers have and the best quarterback that Matt Rule has to succeed because obviously for him, this is a make-or-break year. If he's not showing any signs of improvement or any good at all, he's fired. So just all around – the quarterback play is what's going to be interesting to see because you have Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Obviously, you expect him to still be good, uh, Mike Evans and all of them. And then you have uh, Jameis Winston coming back from the injury. I think it was an ACL, I think. Um, and he was just looking like a totally different guy because I remember like in his first start, he threw like five touchdowns and no interceptions. Um in Atlanta, Marcus Mariota looking to probably get another starting job and maybe at some point Desmond Ritter getting an opportunity to play. And then in Carolina, a three-man battle. For me, it looks like it's going to be Baker Mayfield, but it's really a whole sea of unknown at this point. So really, there's something that's interesting in all aspects of, of this division, especially on the quarterback side. Now, if we just hop right into predicting this entire division top to bottom still the Buccaneers should still run the division there's going to be some unknown in Jameis Winston being able to sustain there's going to be some question in a new head coach there's going to be some question in Carolina about whether quarterback play can be good enough there's going to be questions for the Falcons whether quarterback play can be good enough and I just still think that the Buccaneers are still the best all-around team in in this division. Like, I just don't see another team that's better than them at the moment. Like, if you look at their depth chart, obviously you still have Tom Brady running the play, running the show. Um, And you have Leonard Fournette, which the only thing that really concerns me there is his 260 pounds. I don't know what that brings whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I'm not sure it's a good thing to have gained a bunch of weight over four. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, but they obviously, they still have Mike Evans. They still have Chris Godwin. 
And I know Julio Jones isn't as go- isn't going to be as good as he's ever been before, like Falcons days, but he's for Brashad Perryman. He's who's a serviceable guy. For Julio Jones, who's been very like Pro Bowl in the past, obviously as good as we've seen him before, obviously injury prone, but when he's healthy, being their second options, they still have Mike Evans, they still have Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage as the wide receiver three, which for a wide receiver three is a very, very serviceable wide receiver three. Cameron Bray and Kyle Rudolph, like there's just nothing that's really top to bottom that you can say is like a big question mark. Like, obviously, they got a similar offensive line, I believe. I mean, there's just nothing on this team that you just would be like, oh, shoot, that's not very good. Like, what are they – like, they need someone new. Like, they, they just have – it seems that they have a complete roster still. Um, and with Tom Brady coming back, they should still be the front runners in the, in the, in the NFC South again, and I think that they're going to get, like, 12 wins. Um, and in second place – I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to the Panthers, but this really all depends on how good their quarterback play is. It's gonna come down to a couple of things. Christian McCaffrey and quarterback play. Because obviously you'd say that about a lot of teams or about every team. If you don't have a quarterback, then it's not gonna work. Like your team's not gonna be good. But it's it's especially with the Panthers. Like the last couple of seasons, they've started three different. They started like four different guys in the last two seasons, like Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker. I'm sure someone else along the road. Um, I forget who though. And it just depends on whether Baker Mayfield or whoever starts. I think it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Whoever starts does a good enough job to bring the team where it needs to be because offensively especially in the second half this past year for the Panthers and the year before just is not good and I'm sorry but you can't have PJ Walker who hasn't been who hasn't shown enough to prove that he's like a good guy backup it's like you you know you're in trouble when you have to sign a free agent to bring back to hopefully bring back his prime days and start for you um, because your quarterback play, your quarterback gets injured, you don't have someone good. So for me, it seems like they have good depth in terms of the quarterback. It just depends on whether or not the starter is able to step up. And then for Christian McCaffrey, it depends on whether or not he's going to be able to stay healthy for the entirety of the season. Because obviously it seems that He's the best. He's one of the best offensive weapons for, out of any players in the NFL when he's healthy. But he's been having trouble staying healthy. Um, and I will say, the last couple of seasons, it has seemed like a little bit that the Panthers were saving him at times. Although it could be a good trait to have that when he does get injured, and then when he comes back, it seems like he was never injured at all. Like he's able to come back and bring the same production, um, whether he was just injured or not. Um, and so. If he's able to stay healthy the whole entire season, and I and obviously Matt Rule is going to be hungry to get the team's wins, not only because he's their head coach, but also because his job's in jeopardy at this point. So I feel like it's kind of a desperate Panthers team. It just depends on whether or not that Baker Mayfield or whoever's starting and Christian McCaffrey can do well because they got a solid wide receiver core. Um, they've got a decent O-line. It's been improved. Taylor Moten obviously getting that long-term deal, which is great. Um, Ikim Okong Ikwanu 
hopefully he's go- he's going to be their day one starter and hopefully he's able to produce like a day one starter from the start of the season and just the defense was top five last year. It was top five in many categories. So the defense really shouldn't have too many issues. It just comes down to whether or not the quarterback play can be sufficient enough. Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy and the defensive or the offensive line does its job correctly like it has been improved. So for the Panthers, assuming all those things are able to do well for them, I'm going to give them a 10-7 and season, a wild card spot in the playoffs. At least that's especially what I hope. It just all comes down to whether or not the Baker Mayfield can do well, McCaffrey can stay healthy, and the improved offensive line can do better as well. Because I've got no issues with the defense. Just all It's really just up to the inconsistent offense as I've been in the past. Um, so the Panthers coming in second. Um, and in third place, I'm going to give it to the Saints. Probably an eight-win season. It's going to be, it's just, it's, they're kind of unpredictable for me at this point. It's hard for me to predict that they're going to do much better than they did last year. Um, but hopefully they will. They, I can predict them to do better because if Jameis Winston stays healthy and on the field the whole entire year and keeps producing like he was before he got injured last year, I can project another eight or nine win season out of them because I think their O-line is still pretty good. I think that... Obviously, still got Alvin Kamara, Jarvis Landry, Chris Chris Olave, and Michael Thomas running their three wide receiver roles. I think that's a very solid wide receiver core, a very good wide receiver core. Um, and the defense should be good enough. I just don't see them, assuming everything's able to go right for the Panthers, I don't see them being better than the Panthers. I just think the Panthers' defense is better. And should they be able to get their quarterback play together, they're just going to be a little bit better than the Saints. And... It's just a little bit more of a desperate team for the Panthers. And for the Saints, um, they, they're going to have a fresh fresh coach, so it might take them a minute to get used to everything. I just, it's, There's just some uncertainty. And I just still have, moving on, I still just have the Falcons coming in last, probably like a six-win season. Um, I just don't see them being competitors that much in this league. There's division. Because there's there's more uncertainty in their quarterback play, they just their just roster top to bottom isn't as good as the other three teams in the division. So, anyways, in closing, Buccaneers are still going to go number one again. Tom Brady and they just have the best top to bottom roster in this entire division. Um, Twelve wins, I'd say. The Panthers, because they're a desperate team, if everything's able to fall in place for them and go right, Baker Mayfield's able to have a good year, Christian McCaffrey's able to stay healthy, I don't see any reason why they don't get a 10-win season and grab a wild-card spot. The Saints probably doing similar to last year. There's just some uncertainty with them. And the Falcons with five wins, I just they're just not... I just don't see them being the competitors, competitors for this division. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of All Eyes on Sports. I'm Preston Green. Go follow me on Twitter at All Eyes on Sports. Go to anchor.fm slash All Eyes on Sports to send me a voice message and find out where you can follow me. Um, And if you want to send me a voice message with a question you want me to answer, a debate topic, something you want me to talk about, uh, you want to critique my show, anything, just let me know on anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports. Follow me on Twitter at all eyes on sports. And I'll talk to you next time on the show.
Yeah. <laughs>